I'm Chris Turner, and this is the Empowered Parent Podcast. episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me as always are Ryan and Kayla North. Hi guys. Hey Chris. Hello Chris. So you feeling stressed out? Uh, no, what, working with the two many... of you is delightful. <laughs> I'm not talking about the story of the podcast. <laughs> are you talking about months after good, month of... Good answer though, good answer. Yeah, that was, that was good. Of month after month of being at home... Yes. With, with like, your you know, before you All go somewhere, checking to see if they're actually open. Right. And, you Turning know, around because you, you don't have a face covering. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, having to go back because there's not a mask in my car, and I thought there was. And, or my wife one just of has my a children. box of the disposables in her car. That's smart. Just in case. Oh, That's smart. That is smart. Yeah. Although lots of places, I guess, at this point have disposable ones when you go in if you forget them. But yeah, I'm... I'm feeling weary. You know what's interesting about that? Um, on Saturday, I said, so so I got the, like the big, like if Gene Simmons and the stormtroopers, <laughs> if Gene Simmons, <laughs> a stormtrooper, and a ski boot were somehow cross-pollinated, that's basically <laughs> what I have. Uh, to, to, on your to foot? My foot. <laughs> yeah, you, we need to be a little more specific about what you, ha- where you have. Those. I have a surgical, yeah. a surgical boot on my, right, on my right leg. It goes up to my knee and it is big and clunky and it's pneumatic. You have to inflate it. So it molds nicely around you. It's fancy. And it makes him like four inches taller, which if you've ever met Ryan in person, you know, he does he not need, need four inches. I'm, like, I'm like NBA player height with that thing on. Seriously. <laughs> it, it's, it's hilarious actually watching him going up and down the stairs though, because he only has the one boot. Perhaps you could post a video and everybody could laugh. KK. Not just you and the children. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for that. And he's like, he has to like, I mean, kind of like, had to sort deal of like, with this when like, I had my knee surgery and I had to like have my leg locked in place and I was like peg legging up the stairs and stuff. Well, so. you, know, you know how when you walk just one step in front of the other, but when I'm getting up the stairs, I kind of like put my left foot up and then I kind of got to like rotate my right foot around from the hip and put it on the stair. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, we digress. So I, I said to Tyler, hey, I need you to run me up to, uh, to Walgreens. I need to pick up a prescription. And Kayla's like, I can go get that for you. And I'm like, it hit me. I had not left the house in two weeks, mm. except for yeah. except for to drive to for a follow up appointment with the doctor. From your doctor's office back, that was it. Only time I left the house in two weeks. I'm like, I I I, I got to smell what. No, I'm, I'm going. Yeah. I'll take care. I'll of walk. Right? <laughs> if you don't take me, I'll walk. I don't care. But I am getting out of this house. Well, even just the other day, driving on a road. And we were driving together, and I was driving, which I usually, if we're together, Ryan does the driving, the but with this big old boot queen. on his. <laughs> That's true. I I am definitely chauffeured around a lot. But I um, was driving, and I was like, I haven't driven on this road in so long. And it was a road that I used to drive on on almost a daily basis. And I'm like, I haven't driven on this road in so long. And they've been doing road construction, and... I didn't even know where to get on and off. And she's like, like I took a wrong. Should I, should I exit here? I'm like, where do I exit? I don't even know where to go. And yeah, I'm I'm tired. Well, I'm tired of well, but I th- the abnormalcy of life. Yeah, you know, I, I'm. I get that, um, but I think what's what's really been even more difficult for me mm-hmm. is that I have sort of lost sense of time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, mm, did I shower yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> did I shower today? Did I sh- no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good about remembering if I showered that day. <laughs> and then I'm like, babe, when's the last time I For showered? For some of our parents, they might have trouble remembering that with the things oh going on gosh. in their homes. Yeah, and, or when did our kids last yeah, shower? Kids like, when yes. were they last out of the house? To And I'm like, I'm... I'm pretty sure if I can't remember, you need to shower. Like, go take a shower. And they have to shower because they can't take a bath. Because I'm like, baby, you'll just be like sitting in filth if you take a bath. (laughs) Yes. Well, I mean, I'm like, Kayla, when's the last time I showered? She's like, like on Sunday? And I'm like, it's Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't you say something? Really? I mean, I know know I'm like Matthew McConaughey and I don't perspire or smell bad, but... (laughs) Uh, that's right exactly all right all right, all right. no hey in all, in all, in, oh my in all goodness this though, is not even the outtakes episode and we've got matthew mcconaughey no, but in all seriousness though um you know this is we can talk about you know for burnout and all that kind of stuff one of the things that's happened during covid is my eating habits have changed dramatically uh i've, I've shed mm. um a lot of weight and uh and my eating has been a lot cleaner. And, and in all seriousness, though, I do perspire less. I don't have like, you know, like it's not noticeable if I don't shower. And I'm like, like I've lost sense of time. I'm like, um, you I'm like, like I have to look at my calendar every day. And then on, on my ad cal, that little red dot, I'm like, ah, oh, mm. to the left of the deck. So I got it in week view. And it's like, that little, mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so so funny, that's Ryan's though. warning sign of burnout. Yeah, yes. yeah for real. What might be some others, Kayla? You know, COVID, <laughs> you might lose your sense of smell and taste. I've lost my sense of time. <laughs> I don't think that's a COVID symptom. That might be a quarantine symptom. I think that's a quarantine symptom. Well, you don't want to tell people you have COVID symptoms, then you're in big trouble. Oh, my like, gosh. People get On the nervous. rare occasion when you go anywhere and you're wearing a mask and then you cough, are you like oh, really stressed out time. to cough? I am. <laughs> yes. I'm like I'm like trying to like swallow it down and like like I'm in the hospital I and the nurse is in and I'm cough. like I swear I'm just gonna tickle in my throat. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have allergies. I have seasonal please allergies. You know, please don't April, stick May, that little tester September, thing. October. What are we For in the middle of right now? Yeah. September, October. Yeah. It's like I constantly have a little tickle in my throat because yes. of the stupid drainage yeah. and yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's for real. Thank you. But actual caregiver fatigue, actual burnt science of si- of burnout. Yes. Um, I think for me, I notice that I I'm really short tempered. Mm. The rest um, of us have noticed too, I- dear. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. I'm here to support um, you. Everything baby. seems. <laughs> I affirm kind of support. you. I don't need to be affirmed right now. Thank you very much. I, um, but that's, I mean, that's what I, I realized that I'm, I'm. Why can't you disagree with me like the other time? Bluster me. Yes. I want you to tell me I'm right when I'm actually right and not now. Now you're supposed to say, oh no, baby, you're always this so is what you've always kind wanted. and compassionate. You're like you want me to agree with you. You don't want me to argue or push back. I'm just doing what you asked for, babe. <laughs> I'm so glad I could mediate this for you. Uh, yeah, thanks, Chris. I mean, you're actually like on the screen. You're right in between. Yeah, you're right in the middle. You are literally the you're literally the buffer. You are literally the buffer between us. No, but I do. I get short. 
<laughs> I feel short tempered. Um, everything seems to bother me. I, I go from like, who left this on the counter to, oh my gosh, our house is a total trash pit and it's never, ever going to be clean again. That's because people leave things all over the counters. I, they do. But when I'm like in a good place, when I'm feeling like I, you know, I've had a little bit of self-care, yeah. I've had a little bit of, you know, I, like I've had time for myself. Then when I see something left on the counter, I just pick it up and put it away. Like, or I just, you know, I go, oh, hey, who was in here making lunch? Come put your stuff away. And it's not a big deal. But when I haven't had that, when I have got a little bit of the burnout going on, that's my first symptom. That's my first symptom. It's my first symptom of caregiver burnout really is like, Oh my gosh, the world is coming to an end because someone made themselves a sandwich and left the ingredients all over the counter, right? I mean, in the scheme of things, that's not a big deal, and I do it all the time. But in the... I have audio and video of that. You do have audio and video of me. Uh, Ryan will come into the kitchen, and he's like, who left the apple core on the cutting board after they cut it? And I was like, that's me. It wasn't the children. It was me. And so, but that's the kind of thing like that will push me over the edge if I haven't had enough yeah. self care. You know, I, like can I start oh. blaming Kayla for all the apple cores that get left on my counter? If, if it yes, makes you feel absolutely. better, pal, go for it. <laughs> if it'll cool. help you, <laughs> right? That might help my kids because if that know. gets you through the day, my they'll friend. be like, they'll be like, Miss Kayla was over again. I swear, <laughs> the woman, we can't keep it. This apple stocked in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'll tell you, tell you for me what I, th- you know, as I'm kind of reflecting, I think all, all of my humor turns to sarcasm um, mm-hmm. when I'm kind of stressed. And, and I do, I also tend to, uh, you know, I, I've said for years, if you want to picture in anybody's childhood, you just need to uh, watch how they parent when they're stressed because that's how they were parents. And everybody knows my parents are yellers. My dad would probably deny that, but that shows decided level of lack of self-awareness on his part if he denies it. Uh, but, um, you know, so I tend to get a little higher volume, but also tend to think that the sarcastic side of my humor range is really what's working. Example, child doesn't shut the door properly. Because it drives me bonkers, right, Chris? His kids walk in the house and they just kind of push the door behind them. Well, we've got a glass. We- so it doesn't So we've got a glass screen door, and-, and so physics is not on their side, right? They just compress the air, which causes a cushion, and it never actually latches closed. And so I'll call. So it was like Josh. I said, Joshy, come here, bud. And he's like, yeah. And some we stand about three feet from the door, and I said, do you see that door there? Uh huh. I said, you stand there, and you call me the minute it shuts itself. <laughs> and he just kind of rolls his eyes and goes and shuts the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, well, at least he's picking up on the sarcasm because that's the issue. Yeah, maybe, they, maybe they see it so the much. Children take things a little too literally. So. Maybe they hear it so often. They got they decoded it. It's not my finest moment oh. as a parent, but it's, it made the two of you laugh. So it, it usually makes me laugh in the moment too because the kids just go, "Really, Seriously. Dad? Like why?" Hey, sarcasm is one of my love languages. So. Yeah. Sure. But if your children don't get it, funny. is it really loving? Well, it is for me. I, I also find I ask different questions when I'm under pressure. Like, like, mm. like one of our kids is having a real, a real struggle with the truth the last few weeks, and eventually I'm like, dude, it's just like example. Where's my phone, Dad? I don't have your phone. No, it's in your hand. 
No, it's not your phone. <laughs> no, no, that's my phone. It's got the Empowered Parent Podcast sticker on the case. No, it's 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 my phone. You don't have a phone. I don't know where your phone is. I'm like it's it's like that it's like that type of stuff. It's not even that like it's not even up. like like clever. <laughs> and, it's not even stay out of trouble. Yeah. It's just literally like and so I said, "What color is the sky? Oh, it's green with purple polka yeah, dots." So, yeah, these no, are the times when I'm really thankful uh, and have honest gratitude for the fact that my children are terrible liars. <laughs> yeah, and so, I, well, he's too. So I said to him the other day because I'm just like, like I, I was so frustrated, and so I, instead of overreacting or, or raising my voice or saying something that I, that I don't want to say, I linked arms with three other strangers. Uh, no, uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I said to him, all right, but I need to ask you a question. He's like, what is it? I said, on a scale of zero to 10, zero being not at all, 10 being completely, how much of an idiot do you think I am? <laughs> he, without batting an eyelid, says, um, I'd say about a six. <laughs> so we start and laughing. I, We're like, like, he was like, oh my gosh. Wow. Dad's surveying me. Oh my gosh. He really wants I don't to give know. an honest answer. I don't want to skew the results. I was like, man, it's like, he was like, like a six. I'm like, you think he I'm was a, like, six? a six? He's like, well, at least I didn't say 10. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's when I was reminded Brian's of the like, lesson uh... that humor is disarming because that's kind of where we left it. Uh -huh. Oh my so gosh. Like, mm, I'd say about a six, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, oh, I couldn't believe gosh. it. Like, to me, I would have. I would, have uh, I, I would put you more at like a three if it was me. Just thank, so you, thank you Chris. Aww, yes. That's so kind. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> it's probably a fair assessment. Oh, but man. Well, I figure very few of us are going to be a, like a yeah. one, right? But certainly we're mm. not. All you know, sixes above. Thank you. Somewhere that lower Thank range. Thank you for pointing out somewhere that in the six lower was range. the problem number. Um, <laughs> you know, when I when I was a kid, I would have like, uh, thanks for the invitation, but this feels a, like a trap. Zero or one, maybe. Was zero the lowest I could say, Dad? I mean, point, negative point five. One. How about negative five? one? Definitely. I mean, no, oh Josh my is goodness like, gracious! Well, I appreciate you soliciting my feedback. It's a six for me. <laughs> can we survey the rest of the children and see what yes. they say too, Dad? Yes, we can even do a Google form where they can do it anonymously. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How dumb. How, how stupid it do you was... think Dad is? And if I average oh, a six, oh I'm gosh. not telling Chris Turner. <laughs> he would use it against me. Oh, my gosh. Do, do, do you know why oh. I told that story? Because I wanted to highlight to make me cry because that's what's happening. Because because I, I wanted to highlight <laughs> one of the really great <laughs> ways to manage your burnout, and that is to have fun. Mm. Yeah, Laugh, laughing well, because is when so you start great. to have fun, yeah. you start to have fun, then you do laugh and you do. I mean, it's like sometimes it is laugh or cry. Not laugh <laughs> till you cry, but laugh Crying's or cry. Like too. about the situation. I mean, like our, our twelve-year-old daughter. She, she's crying. She's crying. So I said, baby, why are you crying? She said, daddy, it just helps me feel better. You know? It's true. Sometimes you just do feel better after yeah. a good cry. But yeah, no, I just, for me, I, I just feel that, I feel that, you know, like just snippiness, short, short, tempered. And I also feel like the world is coming to an end. Like, 
that that overwhelming things are never ever gonna get better feeling and i feel like it's almost like this why even bother you know like i I find Mm -hmm. myself when i get to that overwhelmed place and i can i can usually feel it coming on but i can rarely stop it once i feel it coming on it's only after i kind of like go deep dive like oh my gosh our children are never going to listen. They're never going to keep their room clean They're, You know, it's always the never, 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 always, always, always kinds of statements mm-hmm. that begin to come out. Right. And, uh, then I find I have to go, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. The other day I was just feeling kind of in that place. And I, I said to the kids, I said, I'm just going for a walk. And they were like, you're going for a walk. Are you okay? Is everything <laughs> all right? And I was like, I'm literally going to walk to the end of the street and back. And I did. I just walked to the end of the street and back. And, you know, because of my knee, I I need the exercise. But I had been having one of those weeks where my knee was hurting. The kids weren't listening. The house was a disaster. I mean, it was just like everything. So I just went for a walk and I came back and the kids were like in the front yard. And they're like staring at me like, <laughs> are you okay? So I'm sure my face probably said... I'm feeling overwhelmed, but I was mm. just like, I just need a little bit of time for me. You know, I need to do something and going outside helps me feel better. Going for a walk helps me feel better, but it's hard when you get to that place of feeling. You know what out, hasn't happened yet, know? Kayla? Christopher Turner has not shared the ways that he might conduct mm. himself if he is stressed and mm. burnt out. Well, you know, <clears throat> I was thinking that, I'm not understand that when I say what I'm about to say, this is not to say that I do not get stressed uh, by my children because that happens on an almost daily occurrence. But one of the things that has kind of popped into my head lately is looking at kind of the state of the world that has led to this stressful living situation for many of us being cooped up in our homes almost constantly. I'm. I go back to kind of my own childhood, uh, mm-hmm. which you know, Kayla, because you're far too young to remember such a thing, <laughs> given how much childhood. younger you are than Ryan and I. You're not that much younger um, than me, pal. It's just you should be a lot younger than. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> you see, when I was when I was a young lad, you know, we had this this looming existential threat of global thermonuclear war. Uh, you know, kind of hanging over us constantly. And then I think back to, you know, my, my parents' generation, you know, had a literal war in, in mm. Vietnam yeah. that they were fighting. And, and then my grandparents' generation had a literal war they were fighting in, in the Pacific against the Empire of Japan and, and in Europe against the, the, the Nazis. And I think to myself, you know, things are really not that bad these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why is my child annoying me? so much and i think a lot of times it's just more of what i might be putting on myself more than anything else mm. and so the yeah uh, just like you kayla that will come out with uh uh not being as patient as i could be and letting stuff get to me a lot f- quicker than it might normally yeah and that kind of thing and yeah that's pretty much how it works for me is the shortness of temper well Impatience. Well, now that we've uh, declared ourselves to be flawed human beings, 
<laughs> Shocker. Get burnt out too. And, and, and everybody listening went, yeah, because they can probably relate to at least one of us or probably, you know, combination. Do we have any solutions other than, than, than jokes and giggles? I think there's lots of things you can do. Well, I know there I is. Mean, that was a setup question. <laughs> I read the notes. I think the first thing that... <laughs> I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is just like meeting my physical needs. Like, because a lot of times what happens when I get stressed, when I get, um, when I feel overwhelmed and, and just exhausted by my kids and the situation, you know, just behaviors and stuff like that is I realized that I have been kind of like snacking. I haven't had any real good meals. Mm. Um, I find that I really under eat protein, which is like, I'm really good at eating um, carbs. carbs. Yeah. I'm really good at carbs. I'm really good at fats, but protein, not so much. Um, and so I'm finding that I have to really be intentional about eating more protein. Like I've, I've started including protein shakes in my daily um, just because I need that extra boost of protein because I feel more calm and more regulated. And so I found that when I'm meeting my, my nutritional needs, when I'm eating enough protein, when I'm drinking enough water, when I'm, you know, going to bed at a decent time, those are the things I keep yawning through this whole podcast. I have been yawning because I'm tired. I stayed up too late last night. So as I tell you, when I'm meeting my physical needs, like getting enough sleep, I did not get enough sleep last night. <laughs> probably not going to um, get enough tonight either. Probably not. Um, but that's, that's kind of the, for me, that's my first place that I go is I go, okay. Because that to me seems like an easy check the box. Like I can mm. check the box and I don't have to have a whole lot of, um, emotional energy available to do that. I can literally just say, okay, I'm feeling stressed out. I'm short tempered. I need to go to bed early tonight. I need to make sure I get enough protein tomorrow. I need to cut out any kind of like junk that I'm eating because that always just doesn't add. It doesn't help. Um, and just, just do those really basic, like, physical needs, mm. which is kind of where I start with kids too, right? I mean, if my kids are are off and things are struggling, to me, that seems like an easy first place to start for them too. And so I just go there with myself too. I just say, okay, increase water, increase protein, get some more sleep. So Ryan, to give Kayla increased protein, you should start her off with a nice egg white omelet, um, mm. some Icelandic skier yogurt, some fruit that she make a little parfait out of. Oh, Does that sound good so far. She doesn't, she doesn't eat yogurt. I don't really like parfaits. I don't no, eat yogurt. You know, I eat yogurt if it's in a, a smoothie. I'll, so I do. Well, it's interesting. Well, it's interesting. I like that, the texture that her uh, that she struggles with protein because some of her favorite things are made out of animal meat. <laughs> I know for Bacon. real. Bacon, steak. <laughs> Chicken. I know, but those things take steak. time. She she I wants think probably because I don't take enough time to make a meal. You know, she, like I just want something I can quickly grab. Yeah, she wants she know. wants cooked broccolini, which by the way I like broccolini better than than regular broccoli. But she cooked broccoli bacon wrapped broccolini. I'm like, oh, that it was delicious. I'm not gonna lie, that was spectacular tasting. 
Well, of course, it's bacon. Like that I mean, anything's better with bacon. You know what's better with bacon? That's right. Bacon. Poor bacon. Uh, I, re- right. I remember bacon. years ago, we were heading up to, um, to family camp in Colorado, and we stopped in Amarillo, and we went to uh, a week. It was The first time we went was not foster and adopt week. And so Kayla, uh, it was Father's Day, the Sunday that we drove from camp to um, Amarillo, from Amarillo mm-hmm. to camp. And Kayla said, uh, we're going to hit the breakfast buffet at the Golden <laughs> Corral on the way out of town for Father's Day. So you can eat all the bacon you want to in the world. And I'm like, okay. And so uh, we, we had Tyler and Tori and Brooklyn was little, yes? She was three. She turned three during so, that So trip. I tell Tyler and Tori. And then we had one little girl that we were fostering at the time who was like so, two. So I, I tell, Tyler and, so I tell two. Tyler and Tori, um, guys, we're going to a restaurant where you can make a mountain out of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, whatever. So we get there and I said, don't go anywhere. And I get in the line and I take a plate and I mound it with bacon as high as I could. And I carry it slowly with two hands and I put it on the table. And Tori's eyes like Her tripled eyes. in size. And she went, <laughs> like wow. We thought you were kidding, dad. It's like, it's, like, it's a mountain had no made idea out of bacon. he was telling the truth. That's right. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. But again, a little levity yeah. to brighten your day. I was going to say, but we digress. Hey, for some people, that's self-care. It is. It is self-care. It certainly is, right? I mean, we have to do stuff like that. And so, you know, one of the other things we wanted to talk about was was connecting in community. Well, that's a little harder um, these days, right? Because our community now is 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 video calls like that. I am so grateful that we have video call technology. I remember watching Gosh, Back to the yes. Future Part 2 in 1988 or whenever that came out and and, and thinking, you know, when Marty McFly in the future was had the video call with his boss. Well, I'm glad we're, we're there now mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, you can't have visitors in the hospital. And so being able to FaceTime with Kayla and the kids and some friends uh, was, uh, was really, 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 really um, helpful to me. Uh, and so I did really still yeah. feel connected. So I think that even in, in, in the world where we can hardly, you can't really reach out and touch somebody and you can't, like, like for our kids, um, our youngest was crying a couple of weeks ago. And I said, baby, what's wrong? And she said, I haven't given a grandparent a hug in two months. Mm. And she's really struggling yeah. with that. She's a real tactile kid, a real affectionate kid. And so it was really, really hard for her. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, but we can still do community. We can do things like this. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Chris and Kaylee had gone out for dinner and Ken and I had gone out for dinner. It was a Sunday night. And we met at a little coffee shop and sat outside on the mm-hmm. patio and, and visited for a little bit. So, I mean, it's still possible. Obviously, you know, we don't hang out with the people we know and like as much as we used to, but you have to, you know, I mean, you know, hard times calls for creativity and you have to find a way to still stay connected to people because we were made for each other. We were made for relationships. We were made to connect. And if yeah. we, and if we miss those things, that's when we wither and shrivel, right? That's like a plant that's not getting any water. I mean, that's literally what it's like when you're not around your people, you're like a plant that's not getting any water. So community is important. Yeah. I'd like to step out boldly on that ledge and say community is important. Well, and I think we can tend to isolate anyways as adoptive and foster parents. Like we mm. can tend to go, things are really hard. I'm just going to stick at home. I'm going to, you know, I can't really go out. And so I think all of this, you know, lockdown and stay at home, shelter in place stuff has really um, amplified some of that isolation, you know, and I've, I've 
just talked to, you know, adoptive moms that have said, you know, we haven't been out on a date in six months because our kids can't handle it when we go out, which means that, you know, before they were getting to go to church and at least have a little break, mm-hmm. you know, um, or they would go, they could at least go to someone's house and play. But now a lot of that's not happening. A lot of people are not doing those things. And so um, finding creative ways to be in community. Our church is doing, um, like even the little kids are doing um, their small groups on Zoom. And so, you know, our little eight-year-old is on Sunday mornings, she gets on her Zoom call with all her friends and they're all sharing about their week and talking to their leaders and they watch the little lesson on YouTube and then they go on their little Zoom call and they talk about the lesson and all that stuff. And I think it's been important because we didn't do that at first because um, I think I just in the back of my head thought this isn't going to last that long. We're just going to enjoy being able to sleep in a little bit on Sunday. Um, but then one day she was watching the YouTube and she said, Mommy, are you going to sign me up for a small group? I want to talk to my friends. And I thought, oh, gosh, she's missing the community of church because it's not for her. It's not just listening to a lesson. It's the visiting with my friends and talking about the Bible stories and all of that. And um, and that's the kind of stuff that people are missing out on, you know, um, and isolating more and more and more. Well, you know, and maybe this is another episode, but but I think we do need to talk and and i know it's another episode because i just looked at how long we've been talking but i think we do need to talk (laughs) about um how our living like this for now seven months almost um how that has Mm. impacted it because because for for our children right i mean if you've got if you've got a a four you know a five-year-old it's like some large percentage of their life um that has happened this way and so i think we need to talk about those impacts but but staying in community as best you can um, and connecting with, with people as best you can. I mean, it's a little bit more work, obviously, on, on one hand. Yeah. But on the other hand, um, you know, you don't have to go anywhere either. So there is that. You can wear your yoga pants. That's true. I mean, That's it's not just yoga pants. They're mismatched yoga pants, Chris. Right. I mean, they're like hot pink. They're black like, and hot you, pink. You, I've got on like this. I got this like green shirt on. It's like this. This. Yeah, and they're like black and hot pink. Like they don't match, but they're super comfy. Chris and I are keeping it real. And we so, got t-shirts. You know, I'm like, I, it is hard. And I say, you know, I'm, I lead support groups every week. And I just, every week I'm like, I know I'm tired of staring at people at little mm. boxes on the screen. I mean, I really am. I'm just like, I wish that we had a way to meet in person that was safe. But on the other hand... I'm thankful that we have the ability to meet on little boxes on the screen because otherwise there's a lot of people who have some pretty severe health, you know, reasons that they have to stay home because their immune system is compromised. I mean, we know three families who have someone in their family fighting cancer and they have to be so careful because they're going through chemo and radiation and, and, they wouldn't get to be in community really at all if it weren't for technology. So I'm thankful for it, but I really wish we could just hang out in the room with people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I miss that piece, but it is a big part of my self care is being able to, um, to talk to other people 
and be in community. And, you know, I'm thankful Ryan's working from home because then I can sit and have a conversation with him in the middle of the day. We took a snack break You know, we can have lunch together. Yeah, (laughs) we can have a snack break, a lunch break, and we can hang out because I'm not getting that as much as I was with playdates and, you know, co-ops and all those kinds of things. I'm not... We're not doing as well, much of that. I mean, on the flip it, side, so, and I know but. Chris is probably giving me, we've got to wrap it up eyes here, but um, <laughs> on the flip side of that, you know, I've heard a lot of people complain about being around their kids and their spouse for as long. I mean, that, 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 really, that really has not been stress-inducing for me. Uh, what re- it, it's yeah, not getting to go true. anywhere or really getting to see people. And, you know, I have, we, haven't, we haven't traveled anywhere since March, and, and I miss doing that. I miss meeting new people. I miss going and training. I, I miss, miss a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but as for being at home with, with you and the kids, um, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I get to do that because it has been a lot of fun. You and I have been pretty good about, you know, being in different parts of the house during the work day and, and having lunch together, or we didn't really have lunch together today because I think I was done eating by the time you sat down and... Um, and so we had a snack together. And when we're done yeah. recording, I think we should have tea together. It's a fabulous awesome. idea. All right, I have nothing more to say. <laughs> that's not true. You always have well, more to say. say. Yeah. I like Forrest but Gump, and that's been, all I'm going to say about that. Long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking, you know, Kayla, when you were mentioning that you were tired of. Mm watching uh, of talking to people in little boxes on the screen that well we have a way for people to do that with us they can talk to us in little boxes on the screen and our monthly q a's that we do for our certain levels of our patreon subscribers yes i think it's so much fun i mean we have we've met some of our listeners and it's been fun just to just to hear the questions that they ask and things that were like, we should do a podcast yeah, episode on that. That was really good. And when really the kids good. wandering you know, in the room was... and getting to meet their kids. and Yeah. So it's it, it has been a lot of fun. So it's been a small group. So we'd love to make it bigger. We'd love to hear more questions. We'd love to get to meet some more listeners. So um, patreon.com slash empowered parent is where you can join our Patreon community and help just support the the work that we're doing here so we can make hundreds of more episodes. That's right. And if you're unable to support us via Patreon, you can always send us your question. You can email it to us at info at onebighappyhome.com. You can also tweet it to us at onebighappyhome. Uh, Kayla is very active on Instagram under that same address as well. And you could send us a message through that as well. Uh, we would love to get reviews. Let us know what you yeah. think of the show. You can post that in either iTunes, the Google Play Store, or on Spotify. Those are all the locations that you can subscribe to our podcast from. And like I said, we'd love to hear from you guys. As always, the Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles. Thanks for listening. <laughs>